Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Hey, this is Adi Kaju, and you're listening to the WAG podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. We had some people apply to do a live coaching session with me on nutrition and any obstacles that they're encountering. So today's episode is going to be a recording of one of those coaching calls. Hope that you get some value of listening to this person's story and how we talk about what's going on for them and maybe relating it to yourself. If you love this podcast, we would really appreciate you taking the time to leave us a five-star review and tell us what you love about it. Tell us what you're taking away from it. It is really the best way for us to get this podcast out there and to reach more people, and we would really appreciate you taking the time. So thank you, and let's get into this coaching call. The two questions that you answered for me, so I have a very little bit of information, but I'm also (laughs) really excited. Where are you calling me from today? Um, I'm in Southern Maryland. Oh, okay. I'm a little place called Calvert County. Okay. Is it nice? Is it, what's the weather like? It's okay. It's kind of like rainy, overcast today, but we're kind of like in our, our mix of like winter, spring, like one day it's like spring, the next day it's summer, and then it's winter time for a couple of days, and then it's back to summer and spring. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in Austin, Texas. It's kind of like that over here too. It's yeah. super, it's, I think it's like 85 degrees and sunny right now. It's super hot. Nice. <laughs> well, okay. So my first question for you as we get started is if you could wave a magic wand and this call would go exactly the way that you want it to, and you would get exactly what you're looking for, what um, would need to happen? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think it, I don't know. I guess it would just be to have all the answers that I could possibly ever want or hope for when it comes to sticking to and having like the, the mindset and like the motivation to stick with a nutrition program. Okay. I'm taking, I'm going to take notes as we go through this. Just so I have things to look back on. All your questions answered, everything that you need to know to stick to a nutrition program, which really is the hardest thing when it comes to nutrition yeah. in general. Um, so tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about you. You're in nursing school. Um, what do you do for fun, for exercise, for – tell me just like a little bit about what you got going on. So um, nursing school, uh, finished in May. I work as a tech, a nurse tech in – the ER for a local hospital. So at work, I stay pretty busy. Like I'm active for my 12 and a half hours there, but I work night shifts. So I feel like that's my biggest hindrance with sticking to something is coming like the transition of like going on and then coming off of work. Like it just, how my days are, it just really messes me up. But I run, I do weightlifting. I've got a Husky and a Beagle and my Husky just needs to go for like five walks a day. <laughs> so she keeps me pretty active too. Cute. That's cute. 
Yeah. yeah. My dog wishes he could go on five walks a day. That's definitely not happening. <laughs> yeah, we we tried taking her like on two walks and she is just like a total brat afterwards because then she has that expectation like, oh, I've had two walks today. Like we're going to do it again tomorrow. And it's just like, yeah, no, you had two like three mile walks yesterday. Like we're not doing this every day. So my next question, I'm going to ask a bunch of questions. I'm going to take some notes. And then once I like get a better idea of what's going on, I might dive in a little deeper. Even when you answer the two questions, the biggest things that came out were sticking to something. And I know you're married, you have a husband, and he has a strong mindset and sticks to things. Yeah. And so you have the example around. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes Mm -hmm. can also not be the best thing, especially when it's your intimate partner. And you have tried a bunch of different things. And you mentioned specifically in your second question, it was like, I tried Nutrisystem and I stuck to it for four days. That was the worst thing I ever did. The food was terrible and I hated it. (laughs) I don't, I'm not even totally sure what it is, but it's just kind of like a, um, you like pre-order food. So, like, you order, like, a month's worth of food, and they send you just, like, a big box, and everything is labeled. So, like, there's stuff for breakfast, a snack, like, breakfast, snacks, lunch, and dinner, and you literally just pick, like, one thing for each. So, it's just, I mean, it's nothing really good for you. It's just all high in salt, and it's gross, but I hated it. So, you, what, what is your, like, all, when you're going to try and stick to something, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. what are you trying to achieve? Like, what's your outcome goal that you're heading towards? Just to be more disciplined with what I'm eating and when I'm eating. I'm a big snacker, so I like to, like, snack on stuff all the time. So, when I do, I try to make sure, I mean, I eat really pretty healthy anyways, but I try to make sure, like, I'm snacking on, like, veggies and you know, I'm making healthier choices. So when I do have my, you know, like cheat snacks or cheat meals or cheat days, it's, I don't feel as bad, but I just want to be more balanced in like what I'm eating. Cause I am a carboholic and I like my carbs. So that's my biggest thing is like making sure I'm getting enough protein and fat. And so when you are eating in a way that you think is not disciplined or not balanced what does that look like I really love my sweet potatoes so like I could just eat sweet potatoes all day long just high in carbs really that's that's just my biggest thing is I I know I, I eat a lot of carbohydrates and I think I tend to like overdo it with those and what is like the what I'm just trying to what is the the negative thing that's coming about from the feeling of overdoing carbs um, I don't know that it's really negative. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know that it's negative. It's just, I want to be better about balancing what, balancing my meals and balancing my nutrients. And so the balance to you, let me just correct me if I'm getting this not correct, is more balance across the macronutrients. So yes. a balanced amount of protein, carbs, and fat. Yes. And is there in your mind something wrong with having more carbs than fat and protein? No, but I notice when I am like when I when I stick to when I stick to like putting my food into my fitness pal and watching what like watching I feel 
full, like I'm fuller at certain, like through, at my meals, but when I don't, and I just, you know, kind of eat what I want, when I want, I'm hungry. Like I, I eat more. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And not, and you know, not that it's like, I'm eating bad stuff, but like I'm eating more because it's just, I'm eating a lot of carbs and I'm just burning it off. Mm-hmm. And what does like a balanced day of eating look like to you? What is different from, what do you think is different? So when you're going to try a new thing and you're like, this is going to be the balanced way of eating that I'm having a hard time sticking to, what what does that day look like? Making sure I have protein at every meal. Um, you know, like I, I love doing eggs for breakfast, but balancing out my protein throughout the day and figuring out the balance of my fats. Like avocados or adding butter to my, I, I always feel like I got this stigma from, and I think I got this more from my grandmother because she used butter on like everything. And my grandfather had heart issues and it was like, oh, I can't use butter anymore. Like butter's bad. It's, it's bad for you. So I think I like have that in my mind of like, don't use so much butter because it's high in fat. And it's, that's, I feel like that's like a stigma. I have to like kind of break myself up a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to, to gather if there's, like this system that you're trying to follow or any rules that you're trying to, that you believe are maybe like the right way or the wrong way. And that, and you're trying to head more towards this better, more balanced. And like what exactly your version of better balanced looks like. And th- then I can like understand a little bit better. I don't know that there's like, I don't know. I think what, I think what sets me off is like my, like the way my schedule is. Like, it's nice that I work three nights in a row, but I feel like that's just kind of what throws me off of sticking to, kind of like sticking to my macros is just like when I have to go, like, so I work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. So, you know, Fridays I try to like sleep most of the afternoon before I go to work. So then I feel like I have to like cram in a whole bunch of food before I go to sleep and then eat when I can at work, you know, depending on how busy we are, I feel like sometimes it's a struggle because like I'll have my food like perfectly planned out for the day and like every, all my numbers look good. Then I don't get to eat it. And then it's like, it throws me off for the next couple of days. Cause I'm like trying to not necessarily like catch up, but it's like, okay, well it was off this day. So let's try to do it this day. And I think just with work, that's where I get like, that's where it's like throwing me off and where I have a hard time sticking to it. Yeah. I mean, shift work is really, really challenging for sure, especially night shift work. And Mm -hmm. it's totally throwing off your circadian rhythm. And then not, it's, it's a, it's a really strange thing to go three nights doing that. And then the rest of your week going back to normal. And it's a really big change, not only mentally, but physiologically. And it really is a huge challenge. So I don't think this, any of this is easy of what um, you have to manage. What I'm hearing a little bit is that you have, it sounds like, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because we just had 14 minutes of conversation, so I could be totally <laughs> off, that you, it sounds like you might have this expectation set on yourself that being balanced or eating well, or in your, in your questionnaire that you submitted, it said something like, if I don't eat perfectly, then I feel like I've failed. And that this standard you have set in your head is the same regardless of whether you're working or you're not working. Yes. Have you ever considered that your expectations could be different on days that you work versus days that you don't work? That would make sense. So no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I even from when I was reading your answers to your questionnaire a little bit, I was getting this feeling like you have really high expectations for yourself. And I, I maybe you can tell me where the expectations are coming from. Is that some you've always been that way, or is yeah? Is your husband also like super dialed in? So you're like, I have him as as my like bar that I'm measuring against. I think it's or, a little, a little bit of a little bit of both. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. He's he's just he's very disciplined, and I like it is very like inspirational to see him and like oh you know like he he's good with numbers so he like I don't know for him like to him he sees it as like a numbers thing so it's like oh well this has this numbers this has this and it's easy for him and me like he can eat the same thing every day no problem and I think for me like I I like food like I enjoy food so for me like I try to change it up so for me I feel like it's a little more I don't want to say like challenging but it's it's a little more involved because I want to change up what I'm eating every day. So I don't want to just eat like chicken and rice or like chicken and broccoli. Like, you know, I want to change it up. So I try, you know what I mean? Like it's more, it changes for me all the time where for him, it's just like, Oh, I'm eating chicken and rice this week. And next week it'll be chicken and broccoli and this and that. Yeah. But no, I've, I've always had high expectations for myself. Yes. Which I think has probably served you in many ways in many different areas of your life. And this might just be one of those ways that you're getting a little bit stuck because Mm -hmm. the expect not having any flexibility in your expectations sets you up to fail more often when assessing whether the expectations are appropriate for the given circumstance, not saying you have to like lower your expectations where you're not expecting a lot of yourself, but it's more expecting the reasonable and realistic amount so that you're not having these experiences of, well, I wasn't perfect, so I've failed. When perfect while you're at work might look very different than for the four days afterwards. Right. And your husband, <laughs> what works for him is just not going to work no. for you. Girl, no. I want to eat something <laughs> different every day too. <laughs> I've never been a pre-planner. There's no way I'm going to eat the same thing every day. And... I want to be able to go to the fridge and choose what I want to eat in that moment. I don't want to have to. For me, meal planning was just not, it didn't, it helped me in some moments. I'm just generally, it just doesn't work for me. No. Like it helps for work because it's like I can just grab and go. But like during the week, like no, that doesn't work for me. So if we're going to go off this new paradigm, like, your expectations while you're working shift work can't be the same as the expectations of when you're off of shift work. What could things look like when you are working that leave you feeling if you finished? So let me phrase it a little bit differently. If you finished your three days, three nights worth of work and you looked back, what would a successful time there look like given and consider like, the situation and how much sleep you're getting and your timing and just you can mm. think about it for a little bit what would you yeah. look back and be like man I'm proud of how I ate during those three days I would actually eat what I take with me to work because <laughs> I think the biggest one of the biggest things is the the weekend doctor always brings like snacks and like junk food and I'm usually pretty good like oh you know what like I'll eat like a like a little snack bag and chips. Like I'll have a candy bar, but then there's some weekends that like 
hey, let's order IHOP. Hey, let's get five guys. Hey, let's get this. So like we like we'll all order out a lot. And I think that's I would just eat the stuff that I bring with me. So I'm not eating like I'm not eating out all the time on the weekends at least. Okay, anything else? I wouldn't feel so bad about oh my my macros made like I didn't they weren't exactly perfect the way that I had planned out. Yeah, do you find ever that when you if you're at work and the macros didn't work out exactly how you planned them out, does it make you a little bit more likely to be like, I'll just order IHOP or I'll just order Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I like that. Not focusing on trying to hit any numbers when you're at work at all and really just bringing the food that you bring with you. Yeah. Is there anything else that would make you look back and be like, man, those are three awesome days? No, I think that's kind of – because sleep is just – I mean, like, I just – I sleep, but I don't get, like, the sleep I would get, like, during the week Mm -hmm. because I have to sleep during the day, and, of course, people – People are normal and they are out doing things during the day. So I don't always get like good sleep. Ooh, we could talk about that a little bit. Okay. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, so I have, I definitely would love you to, even while we're, after we get off this call and I'm going to check up on you in four weeks. So you do get, okay. I'm going to keep you accountable to these things. <laughs> okay. So just considering what are the expectations I'm setting on myself? Are these expectations realistic for my mm-hmm. given situation? And do they need any adjusting? So right now we've we've uncovered that you might be having expectations that are just, I don't even know if they're expectations that you want. And you're just accepting them as this is what I, how I should be, or this is what discipline looks like. And this is what balanced looks like. And I want to give you permission to know that balance looks very different in many different situations. So when I hear, I just eat a lot of sweet potato, I mean, it's not like you're, you're like, yeah. I'm diving into brownies and Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> like, right. you know? <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, I like, it's not so much like what, what I'm eating. Like I tend to like, I mean, who doesn't eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's every now and then? You know what I mean? Like, but overall, like I, I do eat, like, I like eating vegetables. Like I like eating fruit. like I eat pretty healthy. So I think for me, it's just more like, God, I don't like, I, I hate to say this because I feel like it's, it's not that I don't like how I look. It's just more like I want to, I just just want to eat, like, be better, you know what I mean, like, I just want to eat better, like, I want to feel better, and I feel better, like, when I'm following more of, like, when I follow more, like, sticking to, like, eating my, like, eating for my macros. Totally. Does that that make sense? Yeah, it's, you have these expectations on yourself, and you have these rules that you've set to follow, and when you can't follow the rules, it just doesn't feel good. Nobody likes that, feeling like I've missed the mark. I think in relation to your work and your regular life, the mark is just set at a place that that is not exactly what makes sense for your situation. And if you set the mark somewhere where it's more realistic, like eating what you bring to work and not focusing on hitting specific numbers, then you can feel like a success at the end and get that feeling of, man, I actually – because those two things are not going to be easy. 
There's no, even if you change the focus of trying to hit numbers, it's still going to be hard to say no to ordering five guys and eating the snacks that come to work. It's still going to be hard. It's just going to be a little bit easier than the standards you were setting on yourself before. Right. Cool. Awesome. I love that. So let's just talk about sleep for a second. When you do sleep during the day, are you creating as optimal of an environment? Are you creating any type of an environment to make it easier for you to sleep? Yeah, like like I I wear a, um, I wear a sleep mask um, to help like block out the light just because we, the way our windows are, we can't really have the blackout curtains. So I do wear a sleep mask and then I try to, um, sometimes it's easier, like I'll come home and I just fall right to sleep. And then other times, like if I can't go right to sleep, I'll do like a guided meditation to help me sleep. Do you wear earplugs? No, I've tried wearing earplugs, but I, I just, I have, I, I just don't, they don't work for me. They're not comfortable. Right. It's harder to sleep. Do you think, yeah. do you find what's keeping you up is just the change in time or there's actually like lawn work going on and that kind of thing? Yeah. Just the stuff going on with neighbors and them like making noise. Hmm. Have you ever tried a sound machine? We have them at work, but I've never tried one at home. Yeah. Maybe it could like drown out the other sound and it can okay. keep things stable I'm trying to think of like because sleep is huge in shift work because it's just yeah all over the place um yeah yeah I love you're already doing a lot of things really well which is not surprising as I'm getting to know you a little (laughs) bit better not surprising at all wearing eye shades and if you can't fall asleep doing something like a guided meditation or maybe reading a fiction novel or something that just triggers you to slow down and get to bed um, that's really mm-hmm. awesome. And maybe a sound machine could help because it could just drown out anything else that's going on. Uh, I'll have to look into that. I never thought of that. Okay. I would love to like keep, keep diving in. And I also want to be hesitant to not like add so many things to you and <laughs> and and create this overwhelm of things to work on and things to do. And I really do think that what we've talked about so far is still going to be challenging, but also possible for you. What other questions or challenges are you encountering with sticking to something that we haven't already talked about? I think one of the other challenges for me is like when I like logging my food, I always like, I'll just like, I eat, like I'll eat what I bought and like, uh, I do really good for a couple of days. And then I just get into a routine of like, I start eating and I'm like, Oh crap, I didn't put this in. Oh crap. I didn't put that in. Like, I don't know where I'm at. And I think that's what, like the last week I, I haven't really, I've been more mindful about what I'm eating and like making sure that I'm adding, like, I just, I haven't been like counting anything, but I'm just being more mindful about okay, let's not worry about this for now. Let's just start with making sure that when you're eating, like you're making conscious choices to like, okay, so for breakfast, let's eat some eggs, you know, eggs and turkey bacon. And then for lunch, you know, adding in, like adding in the foods I, I, I feel like I lack, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Which, which for you would be protein. In yes. General. So making sure that you have protein in your meals. And so you're focusing on just like getting it written down or logged somewhere versus actually trying to achieve a specific amount. Yes. 
Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. And it's a super common thing to be trying to get it tracking really diligently. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's a little, you know, I'm going to be a little bit more lax with things, especially since you're aiming for a goal that is not super specific with a specific timeline, with a specific outcome in mind. Like you don't want to necessarily change the way that you look and you don't want to necessarily achieve a certain thing for a competition. It's more, I just want to feel better and feel successful and feel like I'm taking care of myself. So it's a lot easier in that situation to be like, oh, well, it's okay today. Yeah. And it's a little bit harder to stay 100% or whatever you're deeming as being 100% disciplined and focused. I think the biggest thing that I'm noticing for you is that this, what is 100% dialed in and focused might be not your own standard. It might actually be something you've heard somewhere else that is like, this is what super dialed in looks like and should be and is perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, it might be worth trying on different things for yourself because it might be what it is for your husband or it might be what Mm -hmm. it is for me or for somebody else. But maybe for you, it's... Uh, an expectation that's like really it might not be making you feel your best long term okay and it could be that maybe even considering working on not logging your food every day or just e-focusing on getting protein in every meal and it sounds like you're not often making like terrible food choices and you're really eating healthy and um, how do you feel about paying attention to your hunger cues? Um, I feel like during the week it's easier, but at work it's not always that easy because like sometimes it we're so busy that like two hours will go, you know, two or three hours will go by and I'm like, oh my God, I'm starving. Like I have to eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it, at home when I'm not at work, it's really easy. But then sometimes at work, it's like, oh, I got here at seven and it's two o'clock in the morning and I haven't had any water. I haven't had food and, you know, five hours, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I think you, the, the focusing on eating what you bring and not ordering can help you at least limit to some degree the overeating or not being a hundred percent conscious. Cause you've already made some choices for yourself beforehand. And if you, if you get into a situation where you're like, I'm eating my fur all my food really quickly and I don't have enough, you can play with what you bring, like maybe bringing yeah. extra just in case. And it wouldn't stink if you had some leftover and brought that at home with you. If that helps you avoid ordering five guys or doing whatever, whatever everybody else is doing that you don't a hundred percent doesn't make you feel your best. Mm-hmm. Work throws you off for sure, which yes. is understandable. And I think that these are a couple really good things to focus on while you're at work and to try some different things. And if during the week you feel in control, uh, you can practice not logging your food and eating <laughs> and eating just based, continue building the muscle of I have some confidence in my own ability to know when I'm hungry or when I'm not hungry and eating more protein in each meal because it's important to get protein and also consider plant-based protein sources too. If you don't love animal-based protein, 
Uh, All I ever eat really is like chicken or salmon. And then they don't like red meat. So if, if protein is a problem for you, there's consider, and you love carbs too. So any plant-based protein sources, it might be worth, Mm -hmm. I'll send you, um, I have, we have a couple of blog articles that list tons of plant-based protein sources that are plant-based things that are higher in protein and just, mm-hmm. it might help you feel more accomplished. Like I'm getting more protein because I'm having these options. Doesn't necessarily have to eat something that you don't like if you only like chicken and salmon and you don't like eating the same thing every day. So you don't want to have yeah. chicken and salmon every single day. <laughs> I mean, like every now and then, like I'll, you know, I just like pork and beef are just not big parts of my diet. I just, just because like not for any particular reason it's just not something i i eat a lot of so chicken gets worn out pretty quick so i do try to do stuff with like like i'll do stuff with like beans and tofu so like i try to mix it up but cool well i love these things how do you feel about it i feel pretty good i think i've got some stuff to work on over the next couple weeks Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I mean, I could go for another like two hours if you really wanted to, but I totally don't want to overwhelm you. Do you have any other questions that I can answer for you? Yeah. So congratulations on being pregnant. Thanks. 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 Um, I, my husband and I are actually trying. So are there any, like, are there any things that I need to like change or like any other like ways that I can help, like I should change my eating to help prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first of all, that's so exciting. It's yeah. so exciting. I mean, the whole trying process is crazy because you can drive yes. yourself nuts because you have, you get your period and then you have two weeks to wait until you yes. can try. And then there's two weeks to wait until you even find out if it worked and then if it didn't work, then you have to wait another two weeks. Like, right. it's just this crazy long process. So, but it is really exciting. So, congratulations to you guys on that. A couple, we did an episode on pre- how we prepared for pregnancy on the podcast. I, I did hear that. And some other things that maybe we didn't talk about on there. I did read the book called Real Food for Pregnancy. Okay. And it's super informative in terms of just database. I'm a database type of person being a nurse. I'm sure you're also a database Mm -hmm. type of person of knowing what the data says about carbs or fats or the recommendations or the things that you hear, what's okay to have and what's not okay. I did start taking a prenatal vitamin long before we actually started trying. So I was already taking prenatals, Mm -hmm. I think three months before we started trying. I don't know if it's something that you guys are interested in, but going and working with some type of doctor or medical professional to get some blood work done to just see if there's anything that's up. I did. I did that. And I've been taking a prenatal vitamin for like the last like two months, but I did get blood work done and they were like, yeah, you're, you're fine. Like there's nothing, like there's nothing wrong with you. I was like, oh, okay. Like I didn't think there was. I just, yeah, was curious, like. <laughs> cool. Well, that's good. That's good. And yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's probably, I'm definitely not an expert in fertility for sure. And then I'm sure there's real food for pregnancy will help. And for me, the biggest thing was tracking my cycle, just knowing yeah. when I was, when I was ovulating, because you really only have this like five day window to make it happen. Right. <laughs> And even if you do it perfectly timed, 
it's still only like a 30% chance or something like that. Yeah. So uh, really having information on my temperatures and my cycle, that was the most helpful. It sounds like you eat well, you at least are active to like the degree that you've always been active and you're not, there's nothing that's like totally screaming out to me as definitely need to get more nutrients in your diet. Okay. The okay. the ovulation testing strips were so helpful for me. Yeah, yeah a friend of mine um, just, just gave, gave me like a huge box of them. And she was like, here you go. I was like, oh my God, like what do you pee on these like every day? And she was like, just when you think you're ovulating. But it was like a box of like 300 of them. And she like had barely used them. I was like, oh my God, Kathleen, like what is this? Well, you never know. It might take some time, but also yeah. – I'm sure some people test like every day, which you probably don't have to test until like 10 to 13 days after your last period. Yeah. No, I have one of those, I use a cycle tracker. So like when it's like, oh, you might be ovulating that, like this is like when we predict you might be, that's when I start doing it Okay. to like track like, hey, this is no, this is no, this is a peak day. So yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of things and it's one of those things you can't you're planning for the unplannable yeah (laughs) and this is your first we used to we used to laugh like this is your first lesson in patience yes Uh, I feel like nursing school has been my 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 big lesson with that (laughs) anything else I can help you with Mm, okay awesome well i am so grateful that you came on this call and i'm gonna check in with you in four weeks and see how you're doing and yeah you're awesome and it's so cool (laughs) to meet you and i'm inspired by your like discipline and how much you're doing and of course being a nurse especially right now for I don't know when this episode comes out but um during coronavirus hopefully when it comes out this will all be gone but who knows um yeah so thank you for all that you're doing and I know people like you guys are super important right now so thanks well thank you I really appreciate it this was so nice Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.